Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Thursday, February 9th, 2023, and this is day 1786 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, thank you so much for waking us up to see this brand new day that you created just for us. Thank you, Lord, for removing the scales from our eyes so that we can see clearly exactly what you have for us to do. Help us to not go back into our old vomit, into the old ways that we used to live and focus on today and do exactly as you instruct. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask my Lord that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is don't lose sight or uh, desperation. When we get desperate, sometimes we'll do anything. And God is saying, don't do it. Don't do it. We talked about this last night during Life Talk Bible study. And uh, the Lord wants me to share it today. So we're coming out of Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 through 35. Exodus 32, verses 1 through 35. And it says, When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come, make us gods who will go before us. Now they had just been, God just showed his mighty power and love for the millions of people here, the Israelites, uh, by delivering them out of Pharaoh's hand and and, uh, also Uh, opening the Red Sea and allowing them to cross over on dry land and destroying their enemy Pharaoh. They had been uh, in bondage, uh, in slavery for, you know, years, 40 plus years. Um, And now they are waiting on Moses to come down from the mountain as he is talking to God. And um, this is what's starting to take place. It says, As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. Aaron answered, and Aaron was the high priest. Aaron was Moses' brother, and he was left in charge of the people while Moses went to take care of doing God's will. Aaron answered them, take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, your daughters are wearing and and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they handed him and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning it with a tool. Then they said, this are, these are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced, Tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the next day, the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. 
Afterward, they sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in revelry. Then the Lord said to Moses, go down because your people whom you brought up out of Egypt have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them and have made themselves an idol. Cast in the shape of a calf, they have bowed down to it and sacrificed to it and have said, these are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. Taking the glory from God is something you never, ever want to do. So they're they're worshiping this God, saying this idol, saying that it is the one that brought them up out of Egypt. And and you don't ever want to go against God, all right? You can do a number of things. You still go get punished, but don't ever take God's glory, all right? Giving it by giving it to some inanimate, inanimate object. You, you don't do that. Um, but these, these people weren't. And I'll tell you, we too, uh, in this day and age, are just as guilty if we are honest with ourselves in some areas of our lives. Um, Verse 9, I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation. But Moses sought the favor of the Lord, his God. Lord, he said, why should your anger burn against your people whom you brought out of Egypt with a great power and a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to wipe them off the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce anger, relent and do not Do not bring disaster on your people. Remember your servant Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, to whom you swore by your own self. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and I will give your descendants all this land. I promise them, and it will be their inheritance forever. Then the Lord relented and did not bring on his people the disaster he had threatened. Our God is such a merciful, gracious, and kind and loving God that he changed his mind, changed his decision, and uh, did not uh, kill the people as he had every right to do. You know, um, in my commentary, it says, when God first wanted to destroy the people, he was acting consistently with his justice, the justice side of God. When Moses interceded for the people, God relented in order to act consistently with his mercy. And this is what he does for us every single day. Moses turned and went down the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hands. They were inscribed on both sides, front and back. The tablets were the work of God. The writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting, he said to Moses, there is the sound of war in the camp. Moses replied, it is not the sound of victory. It is not the sound of defeat. 
It is the sound of singing that I hear. When Moses approached the camp, he saw the calf and the dancing. His anger burned and he threw the tablets out of his hands, breaking them into pieces at the foot of the mountain. And he took the calf the people had made and burned it in the fire. Then he ground it to powder, scattered it on the water and made the Israelites drink it. Man, he was mad, wasn't he? He said to Aaron, what did these people do to you that you led them into such great sin? And listen, with Moses being angry, he had every right to be. We should get angry at sin. We should be, you know, be upset with the sin that the enemy uh, is doing. And he's using people who are willing uh, to be vessels uh, of sin. And he's, he, front, he confronts Aaron, you know, like, why did you do this? Do not be angry, my Lord, Aaron answered. You know how prone these people are to evil. Look at how he's blaming the people now. They said to me, make us gods who will go before us. As for the fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. So I told them, whoever has any gold jewelry, take it off. Then they gave me the gold and I threw it into the fire and out came this calf. <laughs> you know, that's how the enemy will do. The enemy knows this word, the Bible, front and back, inside and out. He is created by God. He was the most beautiful angel created. And um, then he decided to to buck God, to go against God. He wanted to be uh, in control. You don't do that. Not to God. <laughs> He is no equal to God. He is one of the created. So he was cast out of heaven and a third of the angels followed after him. So they are here in the earth roaming to and fro and creating havoc. And they are demonic spirits. So the one thing that the enemy will do is change the word of God. Everything will sound good except for one thing. And this is exactly what Aaron did. He lied. But it sounded a lot of it is what happened. But then the calf didn't just jump out. <laughs> he used a tool and he molded it and he created the calf. Verse 25, Moses saw that the people were running wild and that Aaron had left the, let them get out of control and so become a laughingstock to their enemies. So he stood at the entrance to the camp and said, whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the Levites rallied to him. Then he said to them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Each man strap a sword to his side, go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other, each killing his brother and friend and neighbor. The Levites did as Moses commanded. And that day, about 3,000 of the people died. Then Moses said, you have been set apart to the Lord today for you were against your own sons and brothers and he has blessed you this day this was a bloody massacre and it was because the people chose to go against God back in those days this is the way it was handled we get punished today and they too will be punished 
But those, they had a chance to either serve God or serve Satan. And that is exactly where we are in these last days, y'all. Any second, any moment, the rapture can take place. And God has given us a choice to be on his side or on Satan's side. And those that choose to be on the enemy's side will burn for eternity in hell. Those who choose to be on God's side will be live for eternity with the Lord and will be blessed. And God, just as they had a choice here, and it will be the very people that we love them, we care for them just like God loves us. God loves us even though people hate him and talk bad about him and, and use his name in vain. He still loves us. He's still waiting on us with his arms wide open. And he says, the door is about to shut any second now. I'm still waiting on you. Verse 30. The next day, Moses said to the people, you have committed a great sin. But now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. So stand in the gap. So Moses went back to the Lord and said, Oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves gods of gold. But now, please forgive their sin. But if not, then blot me out of the book you have written. He's talking about the book of life. Our names, those who are going to be with the Lord, their names are in the book of life, in the book of Revelation. The Lord replied to Moses, whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go lead the people to the place I spoke of, and my angel will go before you. However, when the time comes for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. And the Lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf Aaron had made. Mm. They still got punished. And even though we'll still get punished for the sins we do, is that's, that's far better than going to hell for eternity. Point number one. Have you ever been so desperate that you've done something you vowed to yourself you would never do? As a matter of fact, you may have even talked badly about people who did such things. I remember when our car tags had expired many years ago and we did not have the money at the time to pay the taxes in order to get the tags. So I used tags from another car that was current to avoid getting a ticket until I was able to pay my taxes and do it the right way. Well, I got caught. (laughs) The police gave me a, a pass, though, and told me to remove those tags when I got home. I learned a great lesson that day. What's done in the dark will come to the light. Evil plotting behind the scenes will be made known. I also learned how to be a better steward over my money, putting aside early for things like that. I'm still working on it (laughs) in other areas of my life. What the Israelites did uh, cast uh, some of them, cost, I'm sorry, some of them their lives. And those left living were struck with a plague by God. We too must do what is right. When God shows us what it is, like when God showed me, it wasn't so much that I couldn't afford it. We had money. The thing was uh, the way I allocated my money. I wasn't being a good steward of it. 
And God, many times it's us that mess up and, and we have all that we need. And God is saying, make the best of what I've blessed you with. Point number two, the one main thing I keep hearing God saying to me, which is for all of us believers, is to stay focused on him. All right. Don't veer to the left or to the right. Don't lose sight. I'm sure you've heard this many times in your life. Let me just share with you how we need to stay focused, okay? Um, You know, how God would have us to stay focused on him. First, start your day spending time with the Lord. Every single day we need to is getting harder and harder out here. And we need to be ready to face what is coming up against us from the enemy. He's not, he's revved it up. All right. We need to rev it up too. We need to be spiritually sound with the Lord. We need to study our Bible, the word of God every single day. If it's a verse that you put in your heart and memorize and quote it every throughout the day, you're going to need the word of God to sustain you. Pray daily. Ask God to show you what, when, where, and how he wants you to do things. Trust his directions. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. He will lead and direct our path. Trust God, again, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Don't just trust him with a piece of our uh, our will. Trust him with our very being, with every facet of our, our bodies, our flesh, with our soul, with our spirit. If our spirit man is strongest, then the flesh and the soul will go that way. If our flesh is stronger than the soul and the spirit of the soul, yeah, and the spirit will go that direction. So whichever one we feed the most. So we need to feed the spiritual man, the word of God. Uh, We need to feed it more than we do the flesh. Protect your eye gate, ear gate, and your mouth gate. Don't let anything ungodly enter your being. Be conscientious, be consciously aware of where you go and who you hang out with. Do not allow the consuming evil in others to overcome you. So we need to be aware of that. Like what what are we allowing our in our eyesight? What are we looking at? I'm not saying be fearful. I'm not saying you can't look at things. I'm saying we cannot uh, consume ourselves with that. You know, consuming ourselves with porn, consuming ourselves with evil shows that are about satanic worshiping and things like that. It's out there, all these things that are popping up and it makes it look fun and nice that our kids are buying into it. And, you know, we need to be aware and and make sure they're not doing it either. Uh, Make sure what we're putting inside of our bodies, what are we putting within our mouths and drinking things that are not good for us and ingesting things that are harming our bodies We need to be aware and stop. And then we need to repent daily, every single day, and many times a day in some cases. And be aware of not making rash decisions, being forced. Uh, Aaron made a rash decision. And you're going to be faced with having to decide on many things. And as we are in these last days, 
It'll be things that look good and sound good. And you'll say, okay, I'll go for it. Don't be um, deceived. And trust God. Ask him what you should do. And even if it takes a day or two or a week, wait on him and then give the answer that he gives you. I remember uh, this was a few years ago. You know, I'm thinking a good, man, a good, oh, wow, seven years ago, maybe. My husband, we were at our old church and my husband would come every now and then. And and I, and I was, he loved the Lord. And and, uh, my thing was, I wanted him there with me at the church. uh, And, and I've been praying for that for a long time. And there was a deacon there. And we would always, uh, during our birthdays, my mom was a pastor and our, he was a deacon and myself, assistant pastor there. And um, uh, we would give each other birthday gifts, a card and, you know, maybe have some money in it. Happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday, sister. That kind of thing. Well, uh, one year on my birthday, uh, the deacon gives me this bag gift bag and I'm like oh okay well great thanks and I was getting ready to open it in front of everyone he goes no 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 wait and take it in the office and do it I'm like okay so that was a red flag right there (laughs) took it in the office opened it it was a dress a blue dress I'll never forget it and I thought what man uh, gives a woman a gift that of a dress that you know we're just a uh, colleagues, <laughs> we're he's married. I know his wife. I'm married. He knows my husband. Who does that? And then says, "Do it in secret." That that was the enemy, and there was a motive behind that. Uh, and so, the Lord showed me exactly what to do. Of course, I gave it back. But to write, I wrote him a long message, uh, texted it to him, and let him know that that was out of line, and I can't accept that. And and how would you feel if someone gave your wife a gift like that? How do you think my husband would feel with you giving me a gift like that? It it was uh you know summing it up. It was it was that was the message, and he got uh, a bit perturbed, a little angry when I gave it back and said, "Well, just give it to somebody else." And I'm like, "Okay, I'd never seen him like that. He was really a nice, kind man. I had never seen him get angry or anything like that. As a matter of fact, he got to know our family very well. This was during the time we had our bakery, so it's been a few years ago, several anyway, we had our bakery. He was kind hearted, very giving, um supported our business, and uh our kids got to know him, our adult children. He gave them gifts for their for uh, their anniversaries, would give them money, things like that. He was a giving type person. But this crossed the line. And, and that's the thing, you know, like when we think about this, what God, what Moses had the people do, the people that were not for God to kill them. Well, God is not telling us to kill people. But what is happening is there is coming a time where you're going to have to take a stand against what is evil and and let the enemy know. And knowing that it's a person that we're talking to, but it's the enemy working through that person. And that's what that was. And do you know that man never came back to the church? And I would say within a week or two, my husband started coming to the church. And he was there faithfully every week from that point on. He didn't know what had happened. And, but the enemy knew 
he didn't he can't read our minds he doesn't know what we're thinking but the blessing was right around the corner the answer to my prayers were right there and the enemy was trying to trip me up at that very moment and had i gone for that who would have ever, who could think what would have been of our lives my husband and i and i'm so grateful to god what about you what is it that god is showing you to not lose sight he's saying don't fall into the trap don't do like they did here in this in the scriptures that we just shared with you uh, god is saying i've got you i've got you and if you have messed up god gives us grace to get it together get it right many times i have to do that less and less now as i've grown in christ but listen don't be ashamed to to say lord it's me i'm in the need of help right now help me lord it's best to do that and get it right. He loves you that much. Now, if you don't know him as your Savior and your Lord, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and, and, and confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friend, is the ultimate. To accept him as your Lord and your Savior is the key. You accept him as your Savior. He saves you. Now you make him Lord of your life. And that is when we obey him and do his will each and every day. Glory be to God. The angels in heaven are rejoicing because of you. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on our on our website at tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, and peer mediation skills and human and sex trafficking awareness. Please uh, donate to this well worthwhile cause. You can, when you go to the website, hit that donate button and uh, your money will go towards a very, very good endeavor. And we're so grateful to you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.